Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Gregor First, Mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we attempt to navigate the latest boating news and information and just uh, share a few little uh, tips that may make your boating lifestyle just a little bit more, I don't know, uh, uh, adventurous, fun, and uh, efficient. How about that? You think, Patrick? <laughs> uh, it's always a goal, very rarely achieved. Well, okay, exactly. You know the we, you know we 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 strive to provide, but very seldom live up to that that uh, aspiration. But uh, we'll make the attempt once again uh, to our best of our knowledge. One one of the things we're going to tap into a little bit later on on the show today is legacy uh, legacy electronics and how to make you know those old style you know na- navionics that you may have in your boat or like Mike the Mariner's boat. That uh, he's not ready to chuck off the side of the boat and and just get something new. He wants to you know have a repair solution. We're gonna get a little bit into that, right, Patrick? Today, uh, that is the plan. Just waiting for our interviewee to uh, join us. Okay, so that'll happen a little bit later on in the show. Uh, in, in the meantime, we'll yeah. uh, continue to look for tubes to uh, repair Mike's equipment. Tubes? Why does he, why does Mike need tubes? What well. What, his, What's he, his equipment's uh, a little bit older. Wait, what is he going to do? Like a heart bypass or something? What do you, <laughs> what do you got going on with uh, that? You would need tubes, Mike. He's what talking is he about? Talking about? Ca- he's talking about cathode tubes. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm talking about tubes. You know, before your time. Uh, well, you know, we're going to need to uh, uh, tie uh, Barry's tubes. By the way, he keeps <laughs> chiming in like that. But Mike, what what is it? What do you need? What what is, uh, electronics do you have on your boat that you're ready to chuck or or uh, want to get fixed? Is there something? He does, has nothing to say. <laughs> I he forgot how to un- un- unmute. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he can hear us for some reason. He's having some issues, some technical issues, because he's out on the water. Uh, where is he exactly, Patrick? He, he's out on Lake Monroe. There's the air show this weekend ah. out at the uh, Sanford Orlando Airport. Okay. And I believe the, uh, the Thunderbirds are in. Yeah. And uh, there was some pre-air show excitement yesterday that Mike was extremely, <laughs> extremely excited about yeah. because all of our phones lit up. Right. Where he's like, a jet ski just blew up yeah. at the marina. They were having target can, practice can, can, can at you, the air can, show, or what were they doing, Mike? Yeah, can, can you hear me now? Yes, we got you now. Okay, I apologize. I had some uh, audio problems there for a second. But, no worries. Uh, um, yeah, right when I was pulling into the marina last night, uh, I saw a mushroom cloud over by the boat <laughs> ramp, and I saw a wow. sign. Yeah. I thought, what in the world's going on? So mm. then fire trucks uh, galore showed up, and you know, I walked over after I parked, and it turns out a, a jet ski blew up right at the boat ramp. Wow. And um, and the captain of the paddle wheel vessel, that um, the dinner cruise vessel that's here, um, I, when I walked up to him, he said, hey, how you doing? I said, well, I'm great. What's going on here? He said, well, this guy just flew 10 feet up in the air when his jet ski blew up. Oh geez! I said, "Is he okay?" He says, "Well, he's 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 okay. He's not 
he's not severely injured. He hurt his foot. So hmm. thankfully, no uh, no major injuries. Wow. But um, they dragged the, the fire department dragged the, the the jet ski out of the water, and it was ripped to shreds. Well, I would imagine if it flew him ten yeah. feet in the air, so yeah. he was on it when this happened. Yeah. Do you have any idea what caused the explosion? It wasn't target practice from the Blue Angels or nothing like that. It was. Uh, My guess no, would be a fuel issue. Just throw yes. that out there. Well, well, that's the well, that's the only thing it could be. And yeah. my my guess is, uh, you know, I couldn't tell the age of the the jet ski because it had just blown up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, there's that. So, <laughs> or had it? So, yeah. But but my guess is he probably had a fuel leak in it, either in a fuel line or you know something something filled his uh, his bilge with uh, gasoline, and when he yeah. pulled up and yeah, he pulled up to the dock and. And, uh, now my friends actually that are here on the boat with us. Yeah. We can see this on YouTube and Facebook live. Yeah. Yeah. They they were actually, uh, they were actually at the Marina when it happened and they were on the other side of the Marina, probably, uh, 300 yards away. And they said it shook everything. So it was one heck of an explosion. I bet. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. uh, Did anybody think it was part of the air show or like, oh, they're just warming (laughs) up and just kind of kept about their business or what? Well, the funny thing was, you know, the dinner cruise boat was about to leave. And so there were probably 50 to 75 uh, passengers standing on the seawall next to the. Yeah. And they were like, this is like extra, you know, show, show stuff. Uh Oh, he lost his audio, didn't he? Yeah, we lost his audio. Oh, boy. Oh, that's all right. I'm going to dub in for Mike what he's saying. Okay, go ahead. I've always admired Captain Patrick. He is my (laughs) personal (laughs) hero. Huh. And I look up to him as a role model. That's weird. Um, I just wanted him to know that. I see his lips moving, but they don't match what you're saying <laughs> whatsoever. Uh, well, he's he's translating from his native tongue. Yeah. 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 His, his, his mic is dead again. Yeah. <laughs> he's having some issues, but that's fine. At least he's not being blown to bits like that uh, you know, jet ski guy. That's unfortunate. Well, usually those aircraft will That'll jam really- your electronics before they uh, fire a missile at you. Well, I, you know, I mean... Uh, it, it is unfortunate for the guy. I mean, I'm glad he's he's okay and just minor injuries. It sounds like or hurt his foot, like he said. But yeah, you know, saying he was blown up, you know, ten feet flies in the air. I mean, geez, uh, that that actually sounds like something you'd want to see. Uh, well, I have to tell you, the jet ski the jet ski was a complete disaster. Yeah, <laughs> it, I mean, it was like uh, the the whole thing was the the whole top of the jet ski was just blown to bits. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, they're just fiberglass. I mean, did you see yeah. the dock was all blackened? Yeah, you know, the dock was, was blackened. Right. Yeah, because it happened right there. The dock apparently it was tied to the end of the dock. They were going to get their vehicle to pull it out of the water. The, the interesting thing is, this happened at the end of the day, not at the beginning. Hmm. Where the uh, gas tank is mostly empty, and there's just a lot of fumes in there. In theory, yeah. Unless yeah. he was well, just actually that, gassing but that up, makes maybe it more flammable. Actually, believe oh. it or not. What exactly. if the, if the tank is empty? Oh, because it yeah. uh, has more yeah. airspace and stuff in yeah. the yeah. tank. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. yeah. Interesting. Okay. Va- vapor burns. Liquid doesn't. Right. Well, I'm so, looking at your video yeah. today, Mike. Though I got to say, it looks like glass out there on Lake Monroe. Are you out on it the is. water as we speak, or are you at the dock? Yeah. No, no, we're we're uh, uh-huh. anchored out. Uh, and raft in up, Monroe. sweet. Uh, that looks pretty about nice. A, about uh, a mile and a half north of Stanford Airport, where the air show is going on. So we've had the jets fly right over us. There you go. F eighteens, uh, the F twenty two is going to fly over, and the Thunderbirds will fly over in a little while. Right yeah. now, they're doing the uh, 
the heritage flight. So I'm, I'm not sure you can see it because they're so far away, but right. there's a World War II P-51 flying with an F-16 and, awesome. a, and an F-15. Now, are they doing that the air show thing place. where they come over the lake and get real close to the water and, you know, create a rooster yeah. tail and the whole thing? No, 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 they're not doing that, but they're flying over us, okay. which is uh, fantastic. That'll I mean, wake you up from better, your right? afternoon nap, I'm sure, too, right? Yeah. When you're doing that? Yeah. You're sunbathing yeah. like... Uh, it doesn't get better. I mean, boats yeah. and water and airplanes flying over. And there you go. You got a pretty good, good uh, pretty good, good view, friends. right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. And uh, he's been nice enough to join us here on the World of Boating. Basically, you know, uh, Patrick, uh, Barry, and myself, we're looking at, at this and feeling extremely envious. Are uh, we no. not? What no. you don't want to be out on the water, Patrick? Come on, look at that view you know, he has today. That's amazing. You know what I do Monday through Friday. Uh, this, the, that view is probably about as close as I want to get to a boat so far. What Monday through Friday, you're in your factory trying to build boats, aren't you? He's trying to get away from boats during the weekend. Yeah, but he's, I'm not, I'm not trying to build them. I'm, I'm trying to solve problems is what I'm trying to right. do. Right. But he's, he's not solving any problems. He's just hanging out on a boat on a lake, uh, kicking back with his friends. Uh, and yeah. that's, that's the way to do it. Certainly. Absolutely. That, that event out there, yeah. the, the, the conditions are just about absolute perfect yeah yeah the air show on a boat is much better than on land yeah you're envious admit it right barry come on oh yeah i wanted to go to the fort Lauderdale one this year and uh yeah. couldn't make it out there it was right. a little too rough mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well yeah and uh actually we have the fort lauderdale boat show coming up you're gonna go out there and buy a new boat here in a week or two i i i will go out there but i don't plan on buying another boat yeah what about you patrick you got your plans for flibs yet or no uh, you know? I got my media credentials, uh-huh. and I'm not sure if I'm going to make it down there, though. Well, what are you going to dress up as if you do? Because, you know, the last day is Halloween, Barry. Well, I always have success when I, I put on a uh, like almost like a stark white wig, and I bleach mm-hmm. my mustache white, okay. and I drop about oh, come on. 75 gonna, pounds. I say you go as Barry, and Barry go as Patrick, and no, see if anyone knows. I was going to go as well, well, that's that's where yeah, I was yeah. at. Barry knew exactly. Yeah, something where I was really at. scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, they probably what? chase us out though, because I'll, I'll walk in with my uh, with my yardstick and say, "I'm here to measure the aisles of your of your boat show." <laughs> He's going to check around the quality barefoot. of your carpet. Yeah, let me hmm. walk around barefoot for a little while and see how. It yeah, goes. I don't know. Barry ought to go as boat show boy. Actually, uh, if Patrick doesn't go, maybe he can mail me down his credentials. And boat boat show boy, I say that's what you do, Barry. We'll get you a cape and a little mask. Yeah, you can keep, you. keep wearing your watch cap that you have on now. There Everybody you can see it. on YouTube and Facebook Live. Everyone knows me by my red hat. There you go. You've been warned if you go. More yeah. coming up. Stay close to the world of boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast guys we have a situation i broke the bathroom how the heck did you manage to do that we ran out of teepee, so I had to use my shirt. Ew. Ew. Well, long story short, turns out that pipes on the boat are not PVT compatible. It can handle tidal waves that the stories talk about. And it can weather any storm from a boat with going out. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, and we have a special guest, Javier uh, Madero. Am I saying it right, Javier? Yes, um, sir. Oh, how about that? First time ever I got it right. <laughs> Welcome to the world of boating. Uh, Javier is with SeaWireMarine.com. Uh, 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 they specialize in uh, legacy, legacy uh, electronics for your boat. Like if you have some older stuff that you think you're you just, you know, it's old, you got to chuck it. But you really like it, you'll figure out a way to help them out, Javier. Is that it in a nutshell or what? Yes, yes, pretty much. Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you guys for inviting me to the show. Um, sure. I think it's a great opportunity, not only for us as a company, but for the whole boating industry to know about CYR Marine and the services we have to offer. Um, yeah, so in a nutshell, we work, um, we're pretty much an authorized dealer for Raymarine, Garmin, Furuno, Navico, all the main brands out there. Yeah. Aside from sales and installations, we have a special service, which is to, to get those old legacy units repaired. Uh, we go back all the way to the late 1990s, all the way to present. Uh, we can still fix, you know, common issues such as sunburn LCDs, buttons not working, 
units not turning on, backlight issues. I mean, you name them. We we work and we we refurbish all these units. I love the idea. You know, uh, Barry the boater. Uh, I know what you're thinking right now is, is only if only Javier could find a way to fix me. I mean, <laughs> you know, because you're getting old and feeble and stuff like that. But it only applies to boating electronics, at least at this point. Maybe that's, uh, you know, in a year or two. You think, Javier? You're, so you're, far, so you're, far. You're, you're, we might expand our service. There you but go. My, my electronic implants are still operating. So. Okay. If you say so. I think they're, they're slightly misadjusted. Uh, Mike the Mariner's out on the water today. Yeah. And I believe, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken, which would be the first time ever, uh, yeah. that he has some issues or questions uh, that might, uh, you know, that Javier can help you out with. Is that right, Mike, or what? Yeah, sure. So uh, so I bought a boat uh, in uh, February. It's a 39 um, Silverton, and okay. it has a new uh, Raymarine Axiom touchscreen uh, chart plotter. But the autopilot is a legacy generation autopilot, so it's not networked. So what would the solution be for me to upgrade uh, my my autopilot, so I can have a networked autopilot. So if I set a route in my Raymarine, it'll translate to the to the autopilot. Because right now, all I can do with the autopilot is set a heading and, and track it. They're not talking right. to each other. Javier, right. can you help them out with that, or what? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, you your your system is actually on a new generation of Raymarine, which is the Axiom. That's the latest the latest units out there. So the legacy that you have uses a different protocol called CTOK, CTOK1, and you're using CTOK-NG. So you actually, you're going to have to upgrade to an evolution system. That's the new line of um, autopilots (laughs) from Raymarine. Um, And as soon as you do that, you'll be able to integrate the course computer with your sharp plotter, and you can have your autopilot controls on the actual multifunction display so you can engage it you can set your waypoints your tracks you can send all that information Mm -hmm. over and have full control but the only way to to communicate them would be to actually upgrade to the evolution system got it so javier is that all a uh, like a software upgrade thing or is that something you need to send off to you guys at uh uh, cwiremarine.com or what no, so that's actually an entire autopilot package. He's going to have to replace it. I mean, his legacy unit is working. It's not defective. Yeah. It's just unable to communicate with the right. new uh, generation because they changed the, the network protocols and the connectors, and they just don't talk to each other. So, so, so it's I'll have to replace the. So I yes. have to replace the pump as well, too, right? No, not the pump. You can still use the pump. You'll have to replace the control head and the course computer. You okay. can probably still use the pump if your pump, you have a hydraulic pump. Is that what you have? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so you can yes. still use it. Yeah. So you there's no, way, there's no interface available that'll allow two different interfaces to work together. There is for some, for some components, autopilot specifically, the only thing that you can do if you try to have a hybrid environment between an older legacy unit and a new multifunction display it's just to share your waypoints. So if you have a waypoint on your sharp plotter and you want to go to that waypoint, you can send it over to the autopilot and the autopilot will take it there. But you won't be able to use the autopilot controls on your actual sharp plotter. That feature is not going to be available. The software is different. 
Right. Um, you know, so it's not going to talk. Yeah, it's like it's like trying to connect a, a Mac computer with a Windows. They're just not going to talk to right. each other. And that's where Javier and his group at SeawireMarine.com uh, come into play. They can help well, that, you. They can consult. Inform- yeah. That information. Yeah, that information right there where you got somebody like Mike who's bought a, pre- a pre-owned boat and is like, yeah, I've got this. I've got that. Surely this can happen. And you get a hold of Seawire Marine and they're like, okay, uh, good news, bad news. You know, good news he doesn't and, need a new and, water but, pump but you know the, the thing is you know here's what you need to do going to take all the guesswork out of does this going to interact is it going to be compatible sure. you know so good news is we've got an answer for you bad news is in this case you're going to have to upgrade some components and the way that i came across uh javier and seawiremarine.com uh, is at a customer of mine uh tim spar out in washington that I was working with him on a Raymarine issue and he had contacted me last week and said, I think I got a solution. I found this company, uh, Seawire Marine. Uh, they're going to take my unit. They're going to refurbish it. They're going to, it's going to get all polished up and it's going to be returned to me. And, uh, he was really, really excited, which caused me to, to look into the, the company and ask Javier if he would come on and, and talk about, you know, the, the company itself. Um, where do you see your company going in the future? Because the service that you offer, and I know you do sales and service on new stuff, but really for boaters that they've got a an older boat, they really like the system that's on there. It may be cost prohibitive to upgrade, or they're looking at purchasing a pre-owned boat, and they want to know you are the people that they can contact. Yes, yes, correct. So we, we still have parts, and if we don't have parts, we can make parts. Uh, we, we have... Uh, we've been working with a company that has helped us um, remanufacture a lot of parts that are discontinued and you can no longer source them. So we can still work on those older units. Um, we also offer refurbished units, maybe the same model uh, back from 2005, 2010, that is compatible with the radar, with the autopilot, with everything that's installed on the boat. And it doesn't require the entire network to be upgraded. Uh, a lot of issues that we see is that every time something new comes out, the components that your original equipment is connected to also need to be upgraded if you decide to upgrade your radar or your multifunction display. It requires you to upgrade everything. There you go. Hey, this is great stuff. Seawiremarine.com. Uh, uh, we got more with Javier next. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, and our special guest, Javier, from SeawireMarine.com. You can reach out, obviously, on their website, but you guys are located where exactly in South Florida, Uh, Javier? Yes, we're actually down in Miami. We have two offices, one in Miami and one in Orlando. Oh, okay. Right here in our backyard. That's convenient. So, But uh, don't let the fact that they're limited to Florida... Mm -hmm. Uh, scare you away you do a lot of stuff on the phone consult and you can send in uh your equipment to the facilities in florida and you'll you'll ship it back to them kind of like what patrick was talking about with uh, correct correct yes we have a repair ticketing system we we send an email with shipping instructions and what to include in the package uh customers send in their units for repair usually takes about two to three weeks um depending on the workload that we have at the moment Mm -hmm. and we send them back now one of the services that we that we offer is the one-year warranty 
So all the repairs oh, cool. that we do, they go back with a one-year warranty. Excellent. Yeah. Hey, hey. Even if Greg messes with it? Uh, <laughs> Even if he does. There okay. you go. That, hey, there that's, you go. Yeah. that's an ironclad <laughs> warranty right there. That's, that's right. A, that's, a, that's a major commitment on <laughs> <Yes>. your part. <laughs> so true. And I would imagine business is good because uh, a lot of people are, you know, uh, going for used boats. I mean, the, the market is pretty thin right now for new stuff. So a lot of people are picking up used stuff and, and uh, probably reaching out to you. So business is good, I assume. Is that a fair yes, assumption, Javier? Business has been doing great this year. A lot of um, customers sending in their units, um, and, and some of them don't have the option to upgrade because there's so much back order going on right now. Right. Two to three months on, on chart plotters and radars. So some, some boaters just can't be out of the water for so long. So they send in their units, we fix them, we send them back. And you know it's been it's been great. This year has been really good for us. Well, actually. there you yeah. go. The, the other thing that some boaters deal with is you know those units are in the dash, so it's a specific size cutout, and they look right. at upgrading, and now they got a patch, they got to make a plate. Uh, exactly. If it's in the console itself within the gauge panel, they got to. Is there a bigger gauge panel? No. Send it in to cwiremarine.com. Let them get it refurbished if it can be, and get it back to you. And it's looking great and working as it should. There you and go. And you don't have to relearn how to use it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, Guys, hey, you can't, you can't, you can't uh, teach an old dog or an old boater new tricks. I mean, look at Barry and Patrick and me and Mike. Actually, we're all perfect examples of that. Great stuff. SeaWireMarine.com. Check them out. More coming up. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. the hatches. Aye, aye, sir. Man the bowsprit. Stow the mizzen mast. Jive the jib boom. Hoist the mainsail and lower the tattersail. Look sharp, lad. Pipe the starboard hatch to leeward. Thwarts and trim the scuppers of the port poop deck. Sitting on the boat, playing on my condo, waiting for you to This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Barry the Boater, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. Uh, okay, so, uh, by the way, we didn't ask uh, Javier from SeaWireMarine.com uh, if they were going to be at the Fort Lauderdale uh, Boat Show. Or did, did we, uh, yeah, we didn't ask them. Uh, do you know, Patrick? Are they going to uh, be there? I, I would be I, surprised. I, I do not know, but you know... It, what we've noted, uh, I know when I was down at Flibs last year, was a lot of vendors choosing not to attend because either A, uh, business is so strong that they don't feel the need to you know, look for business, if you will, because they can't meet the demand for what they've already got orders for. Um, so why spend the money in you know, putting everything into that show when you know, we really don't need to? Um, Lame. So I think you're... I think you're going I think to see it's that. a lame excuse. I think you're going to see that trend continue um, probably the next one to two years with the boat shows. They'll slowly start filling those booths again, but there was certainly more vendor space available, which was kind of nice, actually, when you're walking around. There, were, there, was, there was more room. It didn't feel so like everybody was packed in, um, you know, to where you, you literally took a step and you were in somebody else's uh, advertising space or, you know, booth 
Well, it um, depends on how you look at it, I guess. Sure. Uh, but as far as like, you know, if you're a manufacturer or stuff, I think you ought to be at the boat show. I mean, you well, know, because your your customers want to want to see you out there. And if it's any indication, we've actually seen some uptick on some of the shows on well, attendance. Yeah, I mean, the it, demand no, is crazy right now. Attendance and everything like that is great. And you've got uh, mm. certain vendors that are like, now we can't show you <laughs> our new whatever it is. Here's a picture of what it looks like. Unfortunately, we're still on a four-month backlog waiting to get parts from. Yeah, AB. but still, it's an opportunity yeah. for them to connect with a bunch of uh, boaters that are uh, chomping at the bit to yeah, find out you, what they I, got coming up. I'll tell you what, what a lot of them here now are, why can't I get parts for my such and such? Well, what okay, but now, now for- you've created an avenue for them to, to answer right. that question. Oh, yeah. Well, what? Well, well, you don't want to answer parts- that? You just tell them those parts are on the container ship number three. In the <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> a Los Angeles. One, just one, one of the one hundred and fifty container ships hanging out off of California. Exactly. That's right. 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 But yeah. but I'm just saying hey, the opportunity going- to to kind of connect face to face is uh, you know you, you can that there's no replacement for that. Zoom calls and yeah. the things we've had to do for the last year and a half suck. If yeah. you ask me, well, it's just not the I same. Was going Mike, to ask, I was going to ask if you know our guest. You know, since they do marine electronics, if they could do a targeting system for the gun turret I want to install on the front of the boat. Uh, you know, they probably could because it sounds like they're they're a self-contained, as he said, it even for these parts that are no longer available, they're able to reproduce them. You know, so probably talking about the circuit boards and things like that. So mm-hmm. they, they've got a, it, it sounds, I'm sure there's other businesses like this out there. This is actually the first one that I was made aware of, as I said, through a customer of ours, that uh, this type of business. And it, it yeah. makes a lot of sense it when does. you look at the costs involved right. in either a direct replacement for or upgrading. And you just don't. And I, I find one of the biggest uh, roadblocks, if you will, for that is the fact that some of those units are mounted in the console. You've got this 12-inch mm-hmm. by 12-inch cutout that's been put in the console or in the gauge panel. And, you you it, you know, okay, I want to replace it. Well, it's going to go with this unit. Now you got to do this. you got to make a plate. you got to uh, re-glass this. you got to recut that. Now you got to run all new wiring. you got to replace the dome, the open array, uh, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And it's just like, I could just pull this thing out and send it off and have it refurbed for a fraction of the cost of upgrading to a new system. Plus, as Barry pointed out, it's a system that I'm familiar with. I like it. I understand it. I don't have to learn something new. (laughs) Let's do it. Uh, One of the biggest hurdles right now are manufacturers are um, making it more difficult to repair equipment. I remember 20, 30, 40 years ago where you could repair just about anything because parts were available, schematics were available, service manuals were available to either the repair personnel or the public, and they're hiding that stuff now. Uh, it well, they're not hiding it. It's gotten all well, like no, uh, computers and and uh, you know chips and things. Well, right? they're trying to pass. They're trying to pass laws state by state, and maybe a federal law where you would have the right to repair the equipment you purchase. Uh, if you haven't heard about right to repair, it's out there. Yeah. Um, People have lost that ability, and I'm not going to name any specific manufacturers of computers, but uh, they've made it yeah. very difficult for but, you to repair your stuff. But that, 
that yeah that and that's a that's across all technologies mm-hmm. the, the other thing that i think is great about uh, our guest business is um like like this boat here that uh i'm showing on uh, youtube and facebook live is uh, my friend's boat um called tad hana right um well, how, how big is that well that has like a that's a that's a 37 uh 37 helmsman okay and all right the the thing about a lot of these older boats is there's not there's not a, enough room to put modern electronics in them. Mm. Yep. So and, and 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 the electronics work. I mean, they're, you know, they're twenty or twenty or so years old, but the chart plotters work, um, and they're good enough for someone to do the loop with. You know, the the charts are up to date. Right. Um, they, they they continue to download the the new chips and things, but um, that's why I think. Uh, it's a great thing to be able to, to, to service the legacy electronic package. Well, there you go. It may have just created another uh, category for a boating uh, business that these guys have capitalized on. And there's an F-22 flying over my head right now. You, so you keep that saying that. I haven't seen one jet yet. All I see are blue clouds. I keep hearing stuff. I didn't know if he yeah. had gas from lunch yeah. or, or that was an airplane. Uh, but. <laughs> Uh, there's an F-22 flying right above the tree line. All right. Okay. Over there. It's on a bombing mission. A, Look out. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Took well, out I'm, a I'm jet a, ski I'm a yesterday. Target. So. <laughs> I'm a target for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, good stuff. You know, but, but uh, you know, the boat show, I mean, I, you know, I, I, w- I wanted to kind of dive, dive into that a little deeper because, I mean, I think uh, Patrick, I mean, I understand what you're saying about uh, the boat show, but I think it, it's going to be pretty big, especially with attendance you think i mean manufacturers may make that decision like hey we got too much business we don't need to exhibit i think that's kind of short-sighted if you ask me personally but i don't i don't think the boat manufacturers as much as component manufacturers and and again based on what i saw last year and what i've seen uh, and read about the the past year with boat shows where again uh vendor space is uh more widely available which is a good thing, especially if you had trouble getting in to some boat shows in the past and you got something you want to showcase. There's just companies that were like, we really don't need to spend the money because we our orders are filled for the next 12, 18, 24 months. We're, we're good. We, we can hold on to this money that we would save, you know, advertising, going to the boat show and setting up and just not spend it. And well, that decision has been made, whether right or wrong. Mm-hmm. And you do have companies that are unveiling new product, uh, such as the, the manufacturer that I work for. I, I had sent Barry some pictures, which do not share those, Barry, uh, of some the, the first boat coming out of production with no generator, inverter, lithium batteries for your power bank. Oh, yeah. And how'd you like that triple screen display? No, that that was nice. Um, and and to answer your question, if you did have to upgrade, if everything always goes a quarter inch bigger, all you have to do is make the hole a little bit bigger. You don't have to worry about making it smaller. Yeah. But so that's, eventually, that's you start thing. out with with something this big, uh, a foot in in square, and then after ten or fifteen years, your your whole dash will be <laughs> will be one big unit. Mm, okay. No, I, I, okay. I, I don't know where he was going you, with that, but uh, yeah. Well, if you had to upgrade every couple of years, instead of making the unit smaller, if you make it slightly bigger, you'd only have to make the hole bigger. 
you wouldn't have to make it smaller. You wouldn't have to fill it in. Okay. It depends because, again, manufacturer to manufacturer, somebody's 12-inch screen, depending on the casing around it and the backside of it where it actually fits in, those dimensions all change. So if you're, okay, I've got a Raymarine. I want to upgrade to a Garmin because I really like this system versus that system. If I'm changing everything out, well, oh, geez, you know, here's, and I've actually advised uh, customers on this is call the manufacturer, get the dimensions, make sure that it's going to fit within the space that your current unit is mounted. Otherwise, you're going to get this thing, and all of a sudden, it's sitting outside the confines of the console itself. You put standoffs in and raise it up out of the uh, console. Slop. Okay. (laughs) You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast man has always been drawn to the sea but it's an unnatural setting for us A place of great danger. Tides, currents, waves, wind, each presenting their own hazards, none of which can be ignored. The slightest lapse of judgment can be a mistake you might never recover from. 
good sailor doesn't fight against these elements. A good sailor works with them, using them to his advantage, while others less fortunate might be forever cast adrift, often in several pieces. He always comes home safely. This is the World of Boating. That was Dexter. Uh, he's coming back November 7th on Showtime, by the way. Uh, yeah, I'm looking wait. forward to that. I'm I don't not. know if he'll be on a boat. I think it's uh, he's in some kind of cold area, like uh, up north. He's a lumberjack. Is that what it is? How are they going to work boating into that? He was a big-time boater there in uh, Miami. Well, what are boats made out of? Wood. Oh. And he's a lumberjack. Oh, he's a lumberjack, and he's okay. He might go boating, or he might be... Stop it. Okay. Anyway, we'll find out November 7th when it uh, returns to uh, Showtime. And uh, there you go. And and look, we're like, what, 10 days, 11 days away from the opening of uh, the Fort Lauderdale International Boat Show? I'm pretty excited about that. I mean, Are you I'll, going? I, I might. I might head down there. I don't. I when? haven't decided yet. What do you mean, gotta when? Let me know. During the show is when I would go. Sometime during the show if I go. But I, I haven't made the decision. It'll be a last-minute call. I think a lot of people are like that right now. You were alluding to the fact that, you know, some of the manufacturers are a little overwhelmed with business, you know, but, you know, the demand is crazy right now. And boaters, consumers want to get out there and, um, you know, see what, you know, just have something to do being after being cooped up for yeah, two years, you know? No, I agree with that. Mike, here's a, Mike here, go. Here's a, yeah, here's the thing. I mean, you might find something. You know, someone has a product. Yeah. But they're trying to get to market that hasn't caught on yet, or maybe it's just a new thought. Right. Someone's going to be there with something really cool. Oh, no doubt. So it's worth, it's absolutely worth going. I think so. Absolutely. I think yeah. that is I'll tell you, so I, true. Again, the pictures that I sent to Barry on that no generator, uh, inverter, lithium battery, what we're terming power bank, the power bank system, that is, that's going to be the future. You know, uh, especially for boats like that, which is kind of a day boat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a 36-foot bow rider. Uh, it's got a quarter berth. It's certainly something you could you could overnight in, but it's more, you know, going out for the day. And you've got self-contained power, don't need a generator. It's That's that's the direction. It's all ahead. And after that's going to be digital switching. So, yeah, mm-hmm. to Mike's point, there's always going to be something new, and hopefully people are unveiling that. I, I did want to touch on... The uh, all of the stories that we're, we didn't get to talk about today, <laughs> which are all on the World of Boating Facebook page and at worldofboating.com. There's a couple of really great videos, one which earned a face plant emoji from Mike the Mariner. Um, that was where this uh, boat down at boat ramp down in Barry's area, trying to get this boat out of the water. Uh, I won't say the brand of pickup. It wasn't a Honda, unfortunately, for Greg. Um, <laughs> uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a Chevy. It was the bow tie. And this thing was struggling. Strokes really shouldn't have been that much of a struggle. And they finally get the boat boats coming up. And get the, the, the trailer unhooks from the truck. Oh! And the tr- boat and trailer roll back into the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, just, oh, yeah. e- just classic. Just it, classic it really, YouTube really videos. Yeah, it really means their safety chains were not adequate because well, the, you know, <laughs> the, they should not have gone back down that. Right? Yeah, but the latch, if the latch wasn't locked down to begin with, something caused it to come well, off. So the wrong yeah, side. but I'm talking. But the safety, the safety chains should have been strong enough yes. to stop that. 
Yeah, and and the 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 safety lanyard for the brake did work because when they eventually got the they got the boat off the trailer and managed to pull the trailer out uh, empty, and the rear tires were locked up because the the safety lanyard had pulled. There's also yeah. one there where this guy spent. Uh, there's a video that had to be 10, 12 minutes trying to back an empty trailer down to pick up a jet ski, um, which is just absolutely infuriating. Um, all this great great stuff. There is a story, guys. Are you aware that? There are health benefits to owning a boat. Yeah, look at Barry. I'm still alive. <laughs> yes, uh, yes. The boat kept him alive. It gave him a reason yeah. to live. It, it, <laughs> it, it uh, helps your. It helps your sanity. Someone just rang my ship's bell. Uh oh. Um, the uh, no. Uh, of course, there are health benefits to owning a boat. Uh, you know, certainly for your sanity. For, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it all depends on how you look at that one. But mm. uh, from News Channel, Nebraska. Uh, number one is fresh air and sunshine, as we can see by mm-hmm. Mike yeah, at true. this point. Right. Two, physical activity. Um, now, that depends because if the physical, physical activity is involved with you repairing your boat, yeah. maybe not so much because <laughs> usually uh, your blood pressure is up at that point. Well, bailing, to- bailing is an, uh, you know, an aerobic yeah. exercise as you're bailing or, the water out. Well, we're assuming your boat or, isn't sinking, so let's or, go or with that rowing. much. Yeah. yeah. Sitting on no, the back swim platform, kicking your feet, making motor sounds as you try to get the boat moving. Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, I mean, you have to. Ro- I mean, it, it is good physical activity. You have to sure. roam around the boat, take yeah. the lines off. Mm-hmm. You know, all, all the things you have to do to uh, to get a boat away from a dock and back to a dock. Right. All the yeah. things that Mike does not do because he's at the helm because he's smart. He's the captain. Uh, he directs his crew to do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I will. I will tell you that I do participate in the in, in the line handling. Okay. You're doing All right. it wrong. So, so, so we're running this boat with two people. So, 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 uh, yeah. Well, so when, when the, uh, you know, other crew member is his, you know, better half, you can bet his ass he's going to jump in and do something. He's not going to bark orders in that scenario. It's, it's a question uh, on who's no, actually the nicely. captain. Uh, there you I go. Nicely. Right. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> two people. All right. On that note, we're going to wrap it up till next time. Remember, whether it is sail or motor, Life is better better as a motor. motor. Safe boating, everyone. Come back back here, you barnacle-bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the World of Boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.